Hey, welcome to Tangible Takeaways. This is our holiday series, part one. Today, we're gonna to be talking about how to make meaningful moments around the holidays with your kids. What are you guys gonna talk about? Hey, I'm Mikey, and um, uh, today we're just gonna walk through and navigate through some practical helps and tips for you parents to not get lost in the busyness, but be intentional with your families. Yeah, my name's Kurt, and I'm just gonna talk about integrating Jesus into every part of our Christmas celebrations and Thanksgiving too. Yeah, all that and more on this episode of Tangible Takeaways. Hey, welcome to Tangible Takeaways. This is our holiday edition, part one. Uh, we're looking at, man, how can we make uh, holidays meaningful with our kids? So thanks for being on, you guys. It's going to be fun to chop it up. Sounds good. Sounds Great fun. Great to be here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's let's get into this first. Is just is it is it possible to make holidays meaningful? Like holidays are they're they're such a blitz, right? Like you've got so much going on. You're spinning the plates of family dynamics, and um, you're having people over to your house, maybe, or you're going over somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, is it even possible to make holidays meaningful? You go first. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go. You can start us out. <laughs> Where uh, Kurt and I are in super similar seasons of life, yeah. so this uh, this answer is going to be super similar. But uh, I do believe that there is a meaningful way. However, it it's such a temptation to fall into the busyness and fall into uh, I want to say like the tyranny of the urgent. Uh, my wife and I, in the season of life, I've told you before, we we have five kids in five car seats. Yeah. So the thought of going somewhere on Thanksgiving, the stress of the holidays, the, the obligation of like the side dishes or the dessert to the gravy, uh, it stresses me out. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think to myself, uh, whatever meaningful pull we can have from this season, we, my wife and I intentionally seek that out. Uh, and if I'm honest, like, and we evaluate ourselves, we'd probably say we don't do as well as we should. Um, but we always give it that effort and we always, we always make that effort to connect with our boys and what it means even through uh, the holidays. And instead of subscribing to the, the social pressures of like the, you know, performance of what the holiday is, I think one of the biggest values we pull from is togetherness. Uh, togetherness without the cell phones or the emails or the phone calls or the busyness. It's more of a... Um, a really focused, intentional time. No devices, no screens, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And I think that's the biggest value we draw, um, and that's how we make it meaningful in our family. Yeah. Uh, it just looks, uh, it's a lot louder than yeah. most households, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest. Um, uh, and it's, it's not a, a quiet and contemplative yeah, meaningful. No, it's definitely yeah. not contemplative. It's more um, frustrating or more, you know, <laughs> just, I, I call it soul refining, you yeah. know, and we're just working this stuff out. But um, yeah, that's that's um, I, what I would say for our season of life and what we have going on. But yeah, again, super similar to Kurt's. So similar. <laughs> yeah, so similar. Well, because I got the older kids and there's just, mm-hmm. a, even through life, there's just a complexity to this season. Like you are saying, you go and you head into Thanksgiving and it seems like you finish with that busy, busy season and you jump right into Christmas planning. Yes. And it's just kind of a blur for our family too. And I think for me, one of the things that's always a challenge is like my birthday's at Christmas Eve. Yes. So, I mean, it's like <laughs> right here and then we have all these other activities happening. And for Winnie and I, we just, we've just realized we have to plan. Mm. We have to talk before the season happens because when if we don't, it's just going to hit us. Yeah. And then we're just reacting to what's happening rather than saying, what do we want to get done? Mm-hmm. Because if we don't plan, then the tyranny of that moment just takes over. Yep. And it does anyway. All of us, I think, you know, struggle with that. But it just takes over, kind of gets in the way. And I think for us, planning helps us to lay out kind of what we want to do. Yeah. Because time is so precious. And 
many of the things we do for us, at least during the holiday season, are really important. They're great. I mean, they're church-related things, they're family, they're oikos. Sure. So they're all really good. But then trying to prioritize in such a way that what we're doing also is good for our immediate family and that there's chances to take that spiritual formation part of Christmas and say, how do we put this back in the home? Yeah. So for us, it's planning and then redeeming the time and actually choosing where you want your time to go. Because yeah. if I don't think you, if you don't choose it, I think it gets chosen for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen, right? One way or the other. And like you said, there's so much to plan for. There's not just planning meaningful moments, but then there's planning. How's this gonna work in the dynamics of my family? Is this gonna be best for my kids, best for my wife, best for my extended family, whoever's involved, right? Uh, So there's planning required for that. And then to carve out time that's actually gonna be purposeful and intentional and meaningful, it's like that all is gonna require different layers of planning to make sure that that comes together. Otherwise, it's almost kind of like the holidays are gonna be fed to you, you know, like you're gonna figure out what it's gonna end up being. Yeah, and when your kids are younger, like Mikey, it's a different kind of planning, I think. Mm. Like we have mostly adult children, and so we're gonna have to kind of plan with them, not just around them. Like when you're younger, you can plan your family's events, but when your family's older, you kind of, hey guys, we're thinking about doing this or that or wanting this. And then incorporating all the different elements around your family, uh, it just is a little different season. I mean, I'd love to know, yeah. like, when you, I'm assuming you plan for your family yeah. kind of those seasons. Yeah, I mean, the times that we plan and we're intentional, um, specifically with, you know, making this meaningful. Uh, and, uh, and it might be because my wife is a one on the Enneagram or she's type A personality, but times like built-in downtime is, is real, mm-hmm. where um, we're going to plan not to do anything like, so whatever comes up, we have the freedoms to say yes to. We have, you know, my boys, uh, we, they love playing board games. Uh, and in those times, like, they love being able to count the money in Monopoly or, you know, like, take the educated guess and clue, that kind of thing. But uh, when it's like, oh, well, dinner's from, you know, three to four and nothing happens until six, like, we're not doing pie until six. And it's like that built-in intentional downtime is huge because it's like plan to do nothing. Uh, so when the time comes, we do have that freedom. We have those freedoms to say, yes, like, you know, go outside and play basketball or do a board game or honestly, literally lay around and listen to music. Like yeah. My boys love music. So yeah. being able to do that and the freedoms to say, well, we have this or we have that or, you know, well, this is happening later. So we must do this now. Um, and it does take discipline, you know, and it does take that reminder. But I think being intentional with those times so that our boys will, you know, uh, unintentionally, we, we were building in a tradition. So what's funny is that our boys know to expect pie later after the meal, not directly after the meal or things like that, um, in order that we plan something during that time. So this year, it's already been called, like, they want to play Yahtzee, right? They want to do it. So they're like, we're, we're going to do that, and we're going to be intentional in it. And they've already, you know, they've been messaging, you know, their uncle, which is my brother-in-law, and they're like, oh, let's do this together. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love that even carving out time instead of, because I think sometimes there's pressure for parents coming into a holiday to say, I want to make every second meaningful. And then you're to a point where you're at an extreme and you're planning out every last detail. Yeah. But to carve out that time where nothing's planned to say like, hey, this is this is your time. What do you want to do? What's mm-hmm. exciting to you? Yeah. What's interesting to you? Because then that allows kind of that freedom and that space for them to kind of go off and do what's interesting to them. You can pull yeah. them back into something else that you're like, and here's another meaningful moment. But you don't have to just go from meaningful moment to meaningful moment because you almost end up feeling so burnt out from that and like yeah. you're you, they probably get squirrelier and squirrelier as it goes too. Yeah. you're like no 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 let me read you this other thing yeah. and this other thing it's like <laughs> no we need to just go play and hang out for a second yeah so then when we get to like the most meaningful thing of all and especially at this season when you're thinking of the just the great prompts that are involved in Thanksgiving and in Christmas where we're talking about um, these themes of 
worship and of celebrating the fact that Jesus has come and all of these things, how do you bring up Jesus in a holiday setting like that and not make Jesus the buzzkill in the room, mm, right? Like, mm, I feel like yeah. we've all been in an, an environment where it's like you are either just about to open presents or you just open presents and then it's like, wait, 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 we got to talk about Jesus. Yeah. And it's like, feels like the string attached to being able to mm. do something fun. How do you how do you make those meaningful moments where you're talking about God, you're talking about Jesus meaningful without making him a buzzkill? Mm. Yeah, for, for me, I think the challenge I run into is I think we put everything into categories. This is the Jesus time. This is the food time. Mm -hmm. This is the game time. This is the exercise time. Much smaller time. Um, <laughs> shorter. This is much shorter. You know, Which is really just watching uh, football. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. And that's the thing. It's a sports or whatever it is. Yeah. And we have these categories. And then we think, okay, that makes sense. We have all these categories. But especially when your kids are around, your kids inevitably, is, you even do it too, but your kids especially, they rank those categories. Mm -hmm. So whatever they would rank as the highest category, oh, this is great. And... I mean, I know we all love God and we really want to make a difference, but sometimes if we, we view it that way, God's going to be ranked down here at number five. And so when we stop the fun yeah. and have the God time, it's like, oh, that's right. We got to do the God time. Yeah. And so I think one of the things I think is really fun to do is just to integrate them so that they're, they're not separate categories, but they're integrated together. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I know before we, you know, we've opened gifts and kind of halfway through, We'll just stop and say, guys, let's take a few minutes and just thank God. Isn't it amazing how mm. blessed we are? Yeah. And let's think about people that maybe don't have some of these things. Let's pray for those people in need. And we just talk about people in our world or maybe people around the world who have less. And so I think there's ways to integrate that so that it's not just in these categories where, oh, this is now my time only or this is that. But God kind of infiltrates every part of our life. Yeah. And, and again, you still celebrate, you know, the Christmas Eve services, which are awesome, mm -hmm. or you celebrate praying around the dinner table at Thanksgiving where the family maybe comes together and that's all good. Yeah. But I think it could be more integrated. And so it's not like as soon as you get done praying, okay, now we don't have to think about God again. Yeah. We could yeah. just lay yeah. him oh, to we've the got side. That checklist. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, so that's, I think integration is big for me. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Kurt, with the years under your belt, I, I take that so, you know, heavily because... My wife and I, in our first eight years of parenthood period, are still developing what this looks like. Uh, my wife, naturally a, min a minimalist, um, and me, naturally a gift giver. Like, I love giving gifts. Absolutely love it. I'm a things person, right? Like, I'll get all the things and um, take my boys out, like, you know, get them stuff. And, and like, of course, I got a gratitude and being grateful and not never like, you know, flippantly, but like intentionally. Um, but there comes a point where, you know, we've we're so blessed, like never been without those kinds of things. And God has been, uh, you know, our provider this entire time. And, and we're intentional with letting our boys know that when it comes to the holidays, my wife and I have recently shifted gear, shifted gears when it comes to, um, having an understanding of, of the symbol, like the, the, the symbolism behind Christmas. Uh, and it's, it's not necessarily about the gifts. And I know that there's parallels of like, Oh, well, like, you know, you know, everybody bought, brought gifts to Jesus and it's all these things. And, and my wife and I have been intentional in shifting gears that, um, that, you know, the one gift, you know, that we can receive on this day, you know, um, would be salvation. And, and we didn't want to make that so, you know, so big and dramatic that the kids would like, you know, almost put this, you know, not just the decision on the, on the pedestal, if you will, but more so the implications of what it looks like in our lives. So what's interesting is that we have been able to celebrate as a family um, just one gift for each other, for everyone to go away together. So it's almost like um, taking that time to be more intentional, but at the same time still still celebrating what Christmas is with togetherness. 
So things like like Thanksgiving, we shifted gears because uh, in in terms of like what we're saying, like we're thankful for uh, to be under to to draw our kids and understanding that. Um, Thankfulness and gratitude um, oftentimes are used synonymously, but I think that they're applied differently and they manifest themselves differently in our lives. I think that uh, being thankful is a good thing. Um, it's, it's also a thing of, the, of this world to say around this time uh, to be thankful for someone or something. And then you place your gratitude and your thanks on something and someone that will ultimately fail you, right? Um, but uh, having an understanding of gratitude, like what are you grateful for that happened to you this year? What are you grateful for uh, in this season of life? And then, uh, and then we, 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 whatever their answer would be, um, we, would, we would inevitably point that back to God and say, because of his provision or because of these opportunities, you know, God's given you, you're, you're grateful for this. And what does it look like for you to give back in it? So um, gratitude isn't just, uh, as we tell them, it's not just an emotion where you're thankful for that, right? Um, your, 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 your gratitude is, is something that moves you. So my boys right now, they're in a roller skating club, right? They go to the rink every Saturday and every Monday, and they love it. And it's funny because it's kind of not a popular thing to do, but they love it. Uh, and we asked them, um, what do you think you're, you're going to talk about around the table for Thanksgiving? And they were like, oh, well, Jude, my oldest, just spats out. He's like, I'm grateful for skating. And I was like, oh, well, tell me why. And he said, well, I'm grateful for it because I get to do it with my brother. And he and Calvin do it together. They're twins and they're eight. And, uh, and I said, great, like within your gratitude, what, what makes you so grateful about it? And what are you going to do like with it? And he was like, I want to teach my younger brother Zion had to skate and Zion, Zion's cool. not as like physically equipped yet. So he's like, I'll be, I'll be, you know, I'll be patient with him. And in as much as his eight, eight year old brain, he's like, and I'll teach him. And one day he'll probably be better than me. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah that's so great. Well, it's, what's evident is that it was not right now. He's not better than me, but, but I'll teach him in that. But it, instead of like, oh, I'm thankful for this and, and sure, I liked that. So I'm thankful. But it's like, no, like, where's your gratitude coming from? And it's like, well, you, you're grateful. And we attribute that to God. We say we're grateful for that. Uh, and then what does it look like for you to give back in that? Because gratitude, again, it will well within you that generosity. And yeah, and, it, and generosity, you know, is, is a characteristic that we're just trying to instill in them so young so that when they see these opportunities and they feel compelled to give or to, you know, to be generous in that moment, they don't withhold because of the influences of society. They're like, this is a normal thing we exercise and we practice. Yeah. So, yeah, again, even, even just the shift of gears of, of like, subscribing to like that man because our amazon lists are you know are on the on the you know on the app and everyone can see them so if you wanted to get a gift we know where to look because we've already set up our, our lists yeah. but my wife and i have taken a step back from that and kind of leaned into this intentionality with our kids here's the thing we also it's still developing like we're yeah. still trying to work this out because the kids are also like we didn't get each other gifts, but I mean, the uncles still get the gifts. The grandparents still get the gifts and they still give them to them. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, well, what did you get from mom and dad? And they're like, we're going to Joshua Tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, see, got, crafting, we got time. You're yeah. crafting traditions, though. Yeah. And that's yeah. and it's just a little bit creative. And mm -hmm. I like that, that the creativity is what helps integrate. The creativity brings those traditions together. Yeah. I always laugh because I can't cook in the least. <laughs> I am horrific. That's surprising. I'm a shocker. I, I, I take you as a cooker. Not me. No. <laughs> but at Thanksgiving, for instance, you know, my wife will be in there cooking. And just one of our traditions is when we're done with the Thanksgiving meal, the guys clean up the kitchen. Mm. We all get up. It's the normal thing. And we're just, it's, it's another way of saying thankfulness, yeah. you know, to say, hey, you guys killed it. What a great meal. And we go up and we do that. And so it's really, a, it's a, just a little tradition. It's silly, but it, it's part of that broader story yeah. of gratitude for all the things we have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love that from both of you guys saying, hey, there's, there's not like 
one right way to bring up Jesus or to to integrate the thankfulness that we have for uh, that or the even the worship that's happening in these meaningful moments around holidays it's gonna be contextualized to who your family is to even the life stage that you're in right it's not mm -hmm. gonna what's working for your kids right now in your family setting isn't gonna work the same way when they're adults you know because exactly. it's gonna grow yeah. and it's gonna evolve and so I love even the different seasons are going to form that. Mm -hmm. um, but then also skill sets too. Like I'm just not a good cook. So yep. I'm going to be yeah. a part of the, the cleaning afterwards, you know, <laughs> and, really good. <laughs> and I love that. I think that's great to just embrace um, not only who you are, but who your family is. Like mm. there's this pressure in the social media age of we've got this image of the perfect family and um, everything in their life is beautifully integrated and there's uh, like everything just seems to go flawlessly and, and mm. it just works really well together and they're good at everything. Yeah. And we're just <laughs> not seeing an accurate picture of those yeah. people, but that puts a lot of pressure on us when we get around to the holidays feeling like, man, we need to be perfect and we all need to be good at all of these things and we need to do every last thing together. And it's like, maybe, maybe we don't. Maybe what mm. we do is we, in, we instead, we elevate that the guys are, they're yeah, not good I'm at cooking. I'm never going to beat Bobby Flay. Yeah. yeah. It isn't going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but I can clean. Yeah. I've pegged, you more, I do well. I've pegged you more of a Julia Childs guy. <laughs> no, not really. No. I'm more of Captain Crunch. Yeah. Okay. I like that. <laughs> but I love that. I love embracing that. And even mm -hmm. as you're saying like, man, things are changing for, for you and your wife. Yeah. So then that's going to change the way that you guys do things around the holidays. As God is evolving the way that you guys approach holidays, it's going to impact the way that your kids interact with them too. Absolutely. So I, I love the intentionality there. What are, what are things when you think of how other people could make a, a meaningful moment? And it maybe doesn't have to be something that's like verbatim of like, this is exactly what we do, but what are maybe even some stealable things that you've done or you've seen done that you're like, man, this is a really good moment. This created a good moment for a meaningful conversation with my kids or mm. uh, a meaningful conversation around the table or even a memorable moment. Um, what are some things that you guys have done that you're like, ooh, if I could recommend that to somebody to steal mm. it, I would. Yeah, for us, I think one of them is we don't have anyone put ornaments on our Christmas tree until we're all together. Okay. So we wait until we make sure the entire family's there as much as possible. Now we got adult kids and I get them into town, but you wait to put them on and then we put the music on. And then it's funny because we have ornaments that are the age of our kids. Mm. So we have 20 plus year old ornaments that they actually put their own ornaments on the tree and they're here. Here's Erica's or Emily's or Alyssa or Austin's box of ornaments and they have their own boxes and as they put them on it's actually a retelling of their own story it's a story of God's kindness it's a story of difficult times it's mm. a story of challenges it's a story of wow that was really a terrible effort you know we do we joke <laughs> about that and they laugh at their own ornaments but they really are stories in and of themselves every one of them comes from a year and so there's a picture of them when they're three or eight or four, or this, they made this for us or whatever. Mm. Or it's our mission trips that we've been on. It's things where we have studied God's word together. We have things like that It's or vacations. So all of those things are kind of their lifestyle and their life stages we've gone through. And so every, mo every Christmas they gather together, there's conversations for about an hour as we're putting ornaments on the tree and we're listening to music. Mm. And reflecting it's just, on all those memories. It's just reflecting on all the goodness of their, of their life, what God has done. And then even every celebration is a, is a moment to say, I can't wait till next year to regather yeah. because it's a story of just, it's, it's a mosaic of their life. Yeah. Mm. And so those 
those ornaments are just one element of that. And I think anyone could do that. Even if you have little kids, you start saying, I'm going to buy an ornament every year for you guys. And it becomes part of that story you you pass along to your kids. And eventually we know we're going to give those ornaments away to our kids. Yeah. But not for a while. We're yeah, going to keep on those. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep them coming well, back. Have you have to know? pay for them, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I um, the first uh, holiday season I spent with my wife and her family uh, was 17 years ago. And uh, they gave me a seat at the table. And my mother-in-law, um, being from London, she she has her traditions that she grew up with and everything. So I like talk about like place settings, name tags, okay? Yeah, yeah decorative ones at that. Okay. They have the pine cone next to the name tag. It smells like cinnamon, and mm. you just it, it's it's all decked out. She does a great job, and she loves it. Uh, she you know makes things like Yorkshire pudding and things like that, and it's just like those traditions. Uh, but one tradition that uh, like in, you know to answer your question that could be easily stealable but fun uh, and intentional with you know some some family vibes to it is um, I don't know if you've heard of them. They they call them poppers. I don't know if it's real, but um it's where like you know say if Kurt and I are sitting at the table and we shared a popper, which just sit in between these you know in the place settings. Uh, they're you know. I don't know where you get them. Probably on Amazon. You get everything on Amazon. Well, one, it, it looks like a giant candy, right? Just rolled in. Like you hold one side of the popper and I hold the other, and you pull. And one side of you know the pull wins. Yeah. Whatever is in the middle. Well, my father-in-law has a tradition of sneaking a twenty dollar bill right in one of the poppers so he'll put he'll open the box of poppers stick a 20 dollar bill in and then like he'll mix them up and just he'll put them all around the table yeah. uh and then like at the end of the meal right at the end of the meal um that's typically the time where we'll launch into like what we're grateful for um and what's been a blessing to us this year and then we'll say all right it's popper time and like you just grab the popper and then mm, like you, fun. yeah so you go to the left no matter what so everybody goes to their left yeah. and then they they pull the popper and you know Everyone basically gets two chances at winning, you know, the little trinkets that are inside. Yeah. But it is what it is. And what's funny is that over the years we've tracked like who wins every time, yeah. right? Uh, and it's inevitably like my brother-in-law. The guy just wins. Like life. <laughs> he's just, he's the stud. He's You're still a winner. You seem a little bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Tell me about that. And I'm like, man, how does this guy win every time? And then like my wife, and, and you know, it was just the two of them growing up. But my wife, you know, guilt trips him into giving him giving her the twenty. Yeah. So so she she inevitably gets the money, which I benefit from. Um, but That's it's just good family conversation. You know, it, it's 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 intentional. I think it's fun and quirky because, like, not being from this kind of background during the holidays, uh, I step into this world uh, and it's it's nice and light and fun and intentional, but uh, also just kind of quirky. It's like great, like popper time, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. So yeah. it's like we all get poppers and we just pull them, and it's almost like that wishbone from the chicken, and, and like mm -hmm. you know, you yeah. break to see who wins. But uh, it's been a lot of fun, and we do it every year, and it's a it's a fun time. So we enjoy that, yeah. I love I love the the thought of almost kind of taking apart some of the stress around holidays and just embracing who your family is. Mm -hmm. And that I, I almost think a big key to the whole thing is just being present in the moment with your family and not being distracted by what you feel like your family should be or what they should be doing, but this is who they are. Mm -hmm. And let's just be together and enjoy Like one of the things I'm thinking about that was like so not picturesque that my family did all, all growing up is like there came a point we would go out to Lancaster to do Thanksgiving with my cousins for a long time and now that we're all grown up and stuff like that we do it different but when we would go out there what we eventually realized is like my aunt didn't enjoy making Thanksgiving dinner and nobody enjoyed eating it it just wasn't like the kind of food <laughs> that, anybody was, <laughs> that anybody was enjoying so we just started ordering Domino's for Thanksgiving and like 
it was just like, why make that so a fun. big deal yep. just because it needs to be? That's not what our family enjoys. Mm-hmm. And so we just do Domino's. And I like remember eating Domino's pizza like for so many Thanksgivings. And that just kind of became a piece of what we did, mm-hmm. embracing, hey, this is just who we are as a family. We just don't enjoy some of these things and let's not <laughs> pretend to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think we put up with so much pageantry in our families to be like, well, yeah. we just have to do these things because it's what you're supposed to do. And I think meaningful moments come with being present and being honest, saying, well, this is who we actually are and this is what we actually enjoy doing together. And then that frees us up to just be present in the moment instead of, you know, kind of being distracted by what we should be. And as the kids get older, it's funny because like I used to always, when I talk about putting the ornaments on the tree, I always put the playlist together. Mm -hmm. So it's my songs, it's all the Christmas stuff. And then... Basically, I have one of my kids is like, uh, I got Spotify, Dad. I got this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're just, they're just, they're taking over the place, and you just smile, you're going, okay, yeah. and you give it away because that's part of that story too, and so it's really fun. You know, yeah. it's fun to know that yeah. it's like you're saying, it's in that moment you figure out who you are as a family, how you relate to each other, and then share it together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that intentionality beforehand, like we talked about at the beginning, to say, okay, we got to get ahead of this and plan so that we can, when are all the kids coming into town, or when are we going to do this dinner, or when are we going to get away, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. We got to get out ahead of it and plan. Yep. But then once we plan, now we have this freedom to just be present, yeah. you know? So thanks for being on, you guys. I appreciate it. It's yeah, fun to get it. to chop this up. And we're going to have lots of great episodes coming out about family dynamics around the holidays and how you can lean in and be purposeful. So as always, maybe drop a tangible takeaway of just some meaningful uh, traditions that you might have in your family. And don't forget to like this video and maybe share it with a family member to yeah. say, hey, let's do something meaningful this year. Uh, so we'll catch you guys next week on Tangible Takeaways. Yeah.